Hey, this is Semi Irregular with Denise and Lucy. I'm Denise. And I'm Lucy. Here we go. get back to my basic ass show all right so um who should we begin with you or me you because because just you because you're special okay (laughs) all right hey lucy hola what are we gonna talk about today today we're talking about broad city but more broadly (laughs) more specifically (laughs) um female friendships yeah and also, like, our <laughs> female friendship. Yeah. Well, I like saying women friendships. Women pero, friendships. Pero como se you know? Uh, anyway, yeah, we're, today we're talking about uh, friendships between people, specifically women. But, uh, but that's not to say other friendships aren't perfectly valid, too. This is just us. We're just talking about us because we we both are, are women. <coughs> we're both women and not prepubescent boys, as it sounded like <laughs> just now. Um, All right. And yeah, this is actually a conversation that we've been having for some time. Yep. Uh, originally, we had this idea of talking about our friendship and how it came to be and why we have such confidence. Why are we friends? Yeah, I don't. I, I think like on paper, I'm not sure if we would naturally gravitate towards each other i don't know i don't know i'm surprised that we did given when we met do you know what i mean no. like well because and we can get into this but i feel like we've talked about this a lot too where we started off at way different places as far as like our thoughts what we sure so let's, know, like let's we take just, it back let's take it back for the people for the people <laughs> do a time for the people let's please. just do a little, a little, a little, a little remix <laughs> to go back in time, uh, we, as Denise and Lucy, have known each other for, I don't know, a couple years, few years at this point. Four. About four years? Sure. Uh, that's a whole degree right there. None of us have. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we, we met. That's a whole degree we do not have. <laughs> that neither one of us had. If you listen to our intro episode, you know that we met at community college in a history mm-hmm. of cinema class. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We both... Um, I'm not sure if we touched on it, but we were both coming at that class, too, from a really different perspective, and I think for me, it was a lot of, like, I want to take something that I'm going to enjoy, but also is going to let me think critically or analytically about something Yeah. without um, the pressure. Yes. And then you came at it from a... Also, at that point, I was, like, 24, 24... yeah, I So it was just about the age you are now. 20. Wild. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> and so what was 20-year-old Lucy thinking? I Well, first of all, I had already had, like, a difficult, you know, time with Blood Colored as far as high school went. And then I was coming into Harold having not been able to enroll the semester I wanted to because I was moving back from Indiana. Mm-hmm. So I... Met with my advisor. She was super cool. Shout out to Rachel if she ever hears this somehow. Um, but she was like, I would recommend getting some of like your prereqs because I had to do Math 99 because I'm a Mensa. Also because I dropped out junior year, which is a whole other story. But basically I didn't finish 
trig, so I had to test into some sort of math, and I tested outside of, like, the college level. So she was like, take all your prereqs, take all the ones that aren't going to count, and then take one fun class for you, otherwise you're going to hate your semester. I was like, oh, like, that makes sense. Like, I should probably do that so I don't burn myself out. And I saw the film class, and I was like, I like movies. <laughs> this, And I really went into it like, I like movies. This will probably be an easy A. Who knows, depending on the teacher, like, down, let's go. I wasn't as, like, planned out, I think. I think I was just interested in, like, a fun class because I liked movies. I didn't really know if I would actually enjoy it in a critical setting or really thinking about film in that way. I didn't even say film back then. I was just like, movies? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. I just came from, like, a very, like, blind, yeah, like, puppy dog <laughs> state of mind with that stuff. Yes, I think that, like, for you, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's very much like, it was I, it was a recommendation, and you're like, well, I like I like movies. I, I like to watch movies. And <laughs> yeah. so that made sense. And for me, similarly, I was like, I need to take something that's going to break up the monotony of everything else that I have to do. Yes. And I want it to be fun. But I was like, also, but you can't just take a, quote, fun class. It has to be meaningful in some way. <laughs> so I had done some reading, and I was like, okay, I, it looks like we're going to have to like do some writing, and it looks like we're going to have to share our thoughts. And so that'll be a good way for me to, like, to exercise that muscle <laughs> um but still doing something that's not so stressful to me yes um and yeah and so i was yeah like i said i was like 24 maybe at the time you were 20, 20. and so from then we like i said previously lucy dunn stole my seat um <laughs> if you've ever you know been to school anywhere ever <laughs> aside from like elementary school or high school Pause. You ever... hold on I really wish you guys could see the face she's making at me right now because it's so judgmental well yeah like uh, and I'm not even gonna forgive I'm not even gonna give you the fact that you were a baby going into this and oh I knew what the fuck I was you doing. knew what you were doing I knew exactly what I was doing so anyway I chose my seat by the window but like in the middle so that I could see everybody and I like nobody could come up on me like nobody can catch me so the next week I got there earlier this was just like a little yeah. game we started playing where like we were both being real petty at each other but not really I wasn't even like that girl in my film class is being such a jerk I was just like oh yeah I have to get there earlier because like some person some my like God, some like shadow person <laughs> keeps taking my seat I don't even know what that person looks no. like I literally was like, whoever gets there first, like, right. we'll share this seat. We have joint custody. <laughs> and then eventually I found a different seat that I liked better. And so it's just like, whatever, uh -huh. you'll, you'll win the fight. And that's where we started sitting with every other time. So don't even say anything because you <laughs> joined me there because it did. was a superior seat. It was. It um, was. <laughs> <and> Further back. <laughs> so anyway, one day you were up at the professor's desk and you were asking him something. And I was like, damn that girl like she has a nice outfit like she you were wearing a cute like a little skirt and a little like a little shirt and like, a little necklace and your hair was all done all cute <laughs> and i was like oh she looks nice i was like she looks i was like oh yeah like oh, she probably shops like at torrid or something or like, like the only place fat girls <laughs> can like, shop at the time cute plus size place <laughs> and then i see you walking towards where my seat was stolen and i was like oh this is the bitch that was her <laughs> And I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes I uh, don't notice people until I notice them. 
Yeah, does. like you know of them, but it doesn't draw your attention. Like until. they don't take on a full form like identity. I'm just like that's a person. Yeah, that's another human. I recognize you as another human in yeah. this world. And then, <laughs> yeah, so no, bad. I don't. I'm not like very observant on like. I am first. I don't know. Like I, I can't even remember when I would have noticed you. I just remember that one little section of our class would always talk it was like the same group of people no I remember that that group because we would all talk and I remember you because like I said in kind of said in the intro podcast like I noticed another fat Mexican girl or Hispanic because I didn't know Latina whatever I didn't know if you were Mexican or not I was like oh there's another like brown girl in the class and we both dress cute and she has really bright lipstick that's what I remember because <laughs> that was when you were doing like your bold lips like every other and you were doing your little winged liner effort, effort. <laughs> or whatever put effort in my appearance yeah. and we were just I don't know I just I think that was what I noticed more so than anything but the only reason I even remember that stuff is because we are friends now yeah otherwise I feel like it would have just been like I would never in and out remember. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. Like, you were remembering other people in that class. I'm like, I remember you. And I remember, like, three other people. And there are people who I still talk to today. Yeah. Uh, and one of them is the professor. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Smith. That's literally everybody that I remember. And anyway, that's not the point of this podcast. <laughs> My terrible memory of people that I don't care about. But anywho. Um, but anyway, so from, from there... That's where we met. That's how we got to know each other. And eventually, we were like, okay, I see you. And then we went on a class trip where we were, like, we were standing next to each other in the same car. And we got to know each other. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we just kept hanging out. Yeah. Finally sat next to each other in class. (laughs) Finally acknowledged that we knew who the other person was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it just became, like, the dynamic duo of film classes because we took every single class that that teacher offered and then I took a class that you had already taken and then we took sociology together point is we like built this whole friendship in school and that transferred outside of school once we weren't really in when the we same stopped being, when we stopped being broke little ladies yeah, yeah we were both really broke at that time oh, I, like I wasn't working for like the first year that I was back in school because I had taken a long break Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was very, very not. <laughs> yeah, was, I worked yeah. for like one semester and then I wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. It was very on and off. I would work on the summer. Yeah, yeah rough. So, so we would share like whatever like three, four dollars we had amongst ourselves. Yeah, and get a little snack, a little coffee or something. Yeah, and then we honestly, I don't remember. Again, sorry, I don't mean to be redundant, but I don't remember exactly like what we would talk about. But I just knew that we were together all of a sudden, all the time. Yeah, I feel like we talked about class a lot, and this is leading into other stuff, but we would just keep talking about stuff that we talked about in class, Mm -hmm. and things that we were like, oh, I forgot to mention this, I should have brought this up, it would have been a good point. (laughs) Just little stuff, I don't know, and this will lead into, like, our Broad City conversation and why we thought it was, like, a good show to talk about, like, adult female friendships. I think, like, this natural progression, because um, when we were talking about just in general representation in general about how we see ourselves in media we mm-hmm. I think we both agree that that's something that's important for people and we've we've talked about it some already about how it's not for us as both plus size women women of color mm-hmm. women who are um 
growing up in Chicago in a particular place. So it's, there, we have a lot of specifics yeah. in our identities, and those are not necessarily shown. Mm-hmm. So the only, I don't even know if I can think of any other shows other than like Shameless or Chicago PD or, or Chicago Fire that are like based in Chicago or like the show. Yeah, and they're not even very representative of mm-hmm. like the city. Like they're if you not. talk to anyone from the city that watches those, it's like that's trash. That's yeah. <laughs> that's nothing about what Chicago is like right. for real. But and then if you think about shows where they have friendships and friendships between women or just general and French friendships, you have obviously the show Friends. And then you have, God, it's just like Seinfeld and which is funny that you bring that up because the article that I found on them, um, which uh, I think is like a queer website, it has like a bunch of articles. It's just like another online magazine. I think I'm not. Do not quote me on this because I did not research very well. But (laughs) what they mentioned in that article was that there are shows. Um, there are tons of shows, but a lot of them don't focus on, like, female friendships or women friendships or friendships in general that are platonic that then don't take a backseat to, like, romantic relationships. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of those shows are driven by, like, the love interests and plots. Like, Friends is literally called Friends, but the entire points, big points of that show are, like, all the relationships that they end Mm -hmm. up having within each other. It's not focused on their actual friendships as much. Right. Well, I think there are episodes where, you know, you see them, but there was was always an external conflict. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't really remember an episode of Friends where they were like, we're having a conversation between friends (laughs) where it's just for fun. There's always something else going on. Yeah, it's the same with, like, How I Met Your Mother. And then those are, there's always... Not everybody, because Joey famously didn't end up with anybody, but, you know, everybody got coupled up eventually, and that sort of was the natural progression. And, you know, it's important to point out, too, that these are shows that were in the 90s and the 2000s. Well, if I think of a current one, though, there's Jane the Virgin, which, and again, it's different because the whole plot of that is supposed to be, like, a telenovela. It's got, like, some, um, some, what's the word? It's got some points that it needs to hit because they're trying to create a very specific kind of show. Mm. But it has a really good relationship between, like, her mom and grandma and her and Petra, but, like, her entire life revolves around love interests and who she's going to choose and all this crazy stuff. Like, there's very few shows even now that Mm. show platonic friendships and how they develop and much less between women. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about those shows that Jane the Virgin is a more... A more current uh, um, example, but there are shows like Girls, shows like uh, Shrill, which is a newer show on Hulu, mm-hmm. um, shows like, uh, there's a few others. I that mean, I would even venture to say the bisexual. Yeah, the bisexual. All these shows where they are, they are more current, they're ones that explore more mm-hmm. and they're definitely more diverse and not girls. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. But these are shows that are have maybe more of um. They try. They're 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 moving away from the formula of like you have a group of friends and they're all gonna like hook up with each mm-hmm. other or the there's always some uh, external conflict. Yeah. But in those shows, even in Shrill, which I love very dearly, like the friendships are not really great yeah and that's definitely an intentional thing and i'm sure that in the next season they they hopefully will explore that more yeah 
But anyway, when so when we were having this conversation about like friendships and how friendships are portrayed, especially friendships between women, we both were like, you know, Brock City, like that does a one, pretty good job. Does a great job. Still, yeah. two white women, still two white women in New York who can afford to live in New York. Yeah, it's a, still a very specific, yeah, kind of person mm-hmm. idea. But again, it's both went to NYU. Like they, they, they created that. Yeah. Like created a, that off a of web series. It's gonna reflect who they are and what they see. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, so, but it doesn't, it doesn't come off. I, I, again, I never want us to be like, oh, let's compare these things. We mm-hmm. could, but like, obviously, Girls is another one of those shows that was based in New York. Yeah, that was about specific girls who um, all come from a certain, you know, background. Yeah. But it was so like, oh my god. I hate watched that show. My sister Debbie really enjoyed it. And I managed to not watch it. And I was just later. like, yeah, I really don't think you have to. I don't think so. Either. I don't think you do. Uh, but the the reason I bring that one up is because they're both set in the same place yeah. around the same time too. Uh, but somehow Broad City and yes, you're right. So Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson they bring they um took their show, which was originally a web-based show Mm -hmm. that was just like short little clips or sketches little bits of comedy and then they that turned into a series on comedy central Mm -hmm. and uh, it only just ended their last season ended this last round of the fifth one their last and fifth season just ended um and they managed to do something that i have a hard time finding somebody else that did which is portray a relationship between two women that is not the central focus is not an external conflict specifically not in a conflict between each other not a competition between each other it was the growth of a friendship that wasn't always perfect wasn't always healthy but But was real closer to real than most things get and it's again like i think there was another article on what was that the one that i found the Economist. The Economist. That was talking about how... Oh, wait, stop, though, because Lucy didn't read the whole article because she would have had to... <laughs> I, it, it was going to make me sign up for stuff. And I, didn't, I don't know if I like The Economist. I can't agree to that. I can't make that kind of a commitment. No. But they were talking about... Oh, also, fun fact, this is the one that mentioned Seinfeld and everything, so I misspoke. Them is the one that talks about their portrayal of a queer... Like, queer women. Okay. So it we'll was the economist. We'll include everything we yes. talk about in the, the show Because notes. I'm dumb, so just bear with me, people. <laughs> I'm very stupid. Um, I'm sorry. But they were talking about how, like, again, it's they. It's not that they don't talk about love interests and they don't have them, but it's not the central focus of the show. And then the Them article was the one that mentioned how everything that they go through, all of these experiences, is together, is mm-hmm. through them. All of these experiences are through their friendship and Mm -hmm. not so much individually and not so much, like, the whole relation, like, all the relationships that they have are worked through together and they talk to each other about it in the show and they go through this experience together. It's not like, here's their friendship and in in another episode we're just going to focus on Alana and all the people that she likes to sleep with. It's like, they deal with that all together so that they don't section off, like... They don't compartmentalize yeah. the life. Like, the way that relationships between women, especially friendships, are portrayed, platonic relationships, however we're going to phrase it, mm-hmm. um, there is always this underlying sense of, like, 
I'm here with you until something better comes along. Yeah. Until that guy calls me back, until that girl calls me back, until them calls me back. Yeah. They call me back. Whoever, uh, whatever it is. Um, and it's always more like our friendship is going to take a backseat to this other thing that's going to mm-hmm. happen in my life. And what we both uh, talk about that we really appreciate with Broad City is that they're, they both have their own lives. They both have their own, like, whatever is going on. But, uh, but they're always, like, in communication with each other. They're mm-hmm. always uh, sharing with each other. What I was talking about earlier was from actually from an article in Jezebel by Kate Young, who, I like how she phrased it. She was basically saying that, um, <laughs> give me a second here. Yeah, so she was saying that uh, Broad City has always been uh, one that oh. remained determined. <clears throat> we had to pause because it was too breezy outside. We were trying to have a little breezy moment, but it was too much. Okay, okay. But anyway, as I was saying, so this article by Kate Young in Jezebel, she's talking about how with Broad City there's this determination to hold onto a friendship and focus on a friendship that is existing without an underlying conflict. Yeah. So that's probably the best way to explain it and so i i I really like so aside from all of this though it's just a really funny show yeah it's really ridiculous and quality comedy they don't (laughs) sacrifice anything to try to like do some it's i i have my conflicts with it the whole like hillary clinton episode listen yeah we did you know what i mean but they don't really sacrifice the integrity of like the comedy or Mm -hmm. the show just to try to make a point like that Right. You know, like that. And that's two women doing stuff that you would never, like, we're talking about, like, a w- people who, like, are afraid to poop. I like to poop. And, <laughs> and then Lana's literally like, well, we've reached peak friendship when I see your poops. She's like, I'm going to grab a shower cap. I'm going to put your poop in it. I'm going to wrap you. it in tape. I'm, I'm going to get rid of your poop tap for it. you. I'm going to tape it to my body and, like, like, scroll out of this room. I just love how they have, yeah, it's like no fear of talking about any of that because so many shows treat women with such, like, delicacy and like like women don't poop and women don't fart like we're humans yeah yeah we do and just the way they talk about all of that is amazing or when she talks about how her vagina is like a second a third pocket for her or something (laughs) nature's pockets nature's pockets yeah (laughs) but it's all of that is just such a they did it in such a successful way like it does because you can tell so i don't i do think let me me think about how i'm gonna say this let me think about how i'm gonna say this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because do I think that non-women can write women accurately? Maybe. But it's just never going to be as authentic as women writing women. Because you don't know that experience. I can't sit here and write, or not that I would, I'm not a writer, but I can't sit here. <laughs> I, I mean, I took like a screenwriting class, and I remember having, I was writing a male character, and the only reason I was able to is because this was someone that was in my life. Mm-hmm. But even then, like I had to talk to this person and be like oh like so how did how did this actually work for you because yeah. in my head it's playing completely differently because I don't know what it's like to walk through life as a man so, I don't it's like a very different you can empathize mm-hmm. but you'll never be completely in those shoes or have those reactions or have like the actual experience of it to draw from I'm not sure if I'm fully ready to commit to that statement that I just <laughs> made but because so I'm thinking about it like because there are characters, or I'm I'm sure if I take a moment to think about it, there are plenty of representations of media that I really like that are by people who are not women. 
Yeah, I'm sure there is. So I'm not going to sit here and say it's impossible. No, it's not it's impossible. Not. It's just I feel like it makes it a, a little bit more difficult to be successful. I think that what the issue is is not necessarily that you're incapable of it. It's more that some in a lot of what we've been presented with in terms of and in this case like comedy sitcoms like these half hour shows where it's just based on silliness it's always just like there was just like if you could have just gone one more step Mm -hmm. like taken like spoken to a human woman and (laughs) been like hey what do you think about this or a person who identifies as as a woman just being like hey what do you think about that And the way that you combat that is by having a diverse writing staff. That's really the way you do it because that way, if maybe I'm writing about an experience that I don't appreciate or what that I do appreciate but I don't know, then guess what? I have a colleague who Mm -hmm. is able to do that. Or say I write something about somebody who I don't identify with in terms of my own identity, then if there is a person who is diverse who's Mm -hmm. like, hey, that's not how people speak to each other. So all I can think about is um, that Dove commercial. Remember? Oh dear God! <laughs> where they were, where they were like I guess like like they were supposed to be taking off a shirt. Yeah. And then it just looks super dumb because it looks like you're taking off your black skin. Yeah, and I mean it, the way that the rest of that ad went made sense, but there had if they had had a diverse writing room or anyone with like. A little bit of common sense. If somebody, if they you have, have to think of like somebody could grab a screen grab from any of this, and it has to make sense. Right. That's the whole point of successful marketing is that no matter what part of your ad it gets stopped in, or what part of like your product or video mm-hmm. or whatever, that it has to be a successful message from beginning to end. And nobody in that room sat there and thought, hmm, if they only grab this five second clip of this thirty second commercial where it goes from a very pale white. Or, like, a dark-skinned black woman to a very pale, I think it was, like, an Asian woman or something. Like, that could be seen as problematic. And I could see where that is. Like, there was no one there that would have stopped and been like, hey, this five-second portion of our video looks whack. Whack. (laughs) It's not okay. (laughs) I honestly, I I don't even, I think that it's more than that. Oh, yeah. Because there should, like... The layers of people, like the amount of people that the, that commercial had to get through, yes. for it to be out and available. That happens all the time, though, in advertising so, and media. Like you know how that's many times I saying. sat there and I'm like, not one fucking person. Like the Gucci thing mm-hmm. with the fucking, what are those called? The balaclavas. Yeah. Like not one person thought just maybe. Mm-hmm. Just maybe. And, and that's what I mean. Like yeah. not to go on a on too much of a tangent there, but when there is proper like representation of people that are diverse in their experiences and their identities mm-hmm. then that's when you start receiving that so i i doubt that the broad city uh, writers room is just women i'm sure there are all sorts of yeah. people in it but because they allow for that uh, diversity and they allow for that representation of people who were representing yeah we get something that's actually good and i think like what also to get back to like the women friendship part of it is i think what was successful for them was that they were friends in real life and they Mm -hmm. i they've i've seen tons of interviews where they Mm -hmm. talk about that like the most important part of this their show was their relationship and how comfortable and loose and goofy they were with each other because that was the whole style of the show like it's a sitcom it's a comedy there's no there's like plot lines and arch and character Mm -hmm. arches but each episode is like a whole new adventure it's like yeah pretty free-flowing and like the dialogue is very very casual 
So they had to be able to have that kind of friendship with each other, and then that then creates more of an authenticity because they feel that way about each other. Right. They they truly, I feel like, even from their social media stuff, they support each other. They're really good friends. They support other women. It's like when you're living your life that way, mm-hmm. it comes across in and your you're work. you your authentic self. Your authentic self. <laughs> it's I, true. I and agree. we talked about that, how the base of our friendship personally, the core of it is like, mutual respect and support for each other mm-hmm. you know, like and it's the same thing that you mentioned as the article is there's no underlying conflict there's no competition there's right. no like i don't think me and you have ever had like we have disagreements you can have differences of opinion and things that we don't have in common and whatever but i don't think there's ever been a genuine source of like true conflict right because when you have people that you have respect for and like a shared like okay we give a shit about each other so mm-hmm. we're gonna work to have a good relationship that stuff just doesn't happen as easily right but i also think that it i agree with you completely mm-hmm. yes but i also think that uh it's 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 work yeah it's not just it's not just something that happens yeah you have to be willing to right. put in the work for that and i think sometimes when I, when i think about the way that friendships specifically between women and friendships in general are portrayed in tv and films mm-hmm. it's always implied that you're always sort of overstepping and not setting boundaries mm-hmm. and uh, that's definitely a big issue on black city and they do talk about it they're yes. just and and not no spoilers but you know in their last season that is actually one of their bigger conversations yeah. in terms of what is healthy what is codependence mm-hmm. what is what is something that you should do with a friend what isn't something you should do with a friend and what um sort of what designs do you have on other people's time yeah. like what why do you feel because this person is your friend you feel then entitled to mm-hmm. their life to their decisions to their yeah to to the way that they choose to live mm-hmm. there was plenty of episodes where abby did something and Ilana didn't find out about it till after the fact and it was a, a felt like a true betrayal to her because yeah. she was like how was i not involved in that how yeah. didn't i not know about it before then which is so in that was always interesting to me mm-hmm. because one i don't have a lot of female friendships mm-hmm. in general so that whole it's that's always an interesting thing for me but i don't think that i really have any sort of relationship where i feel that way uh, i disagree it's <laughs> with females with women with yeah. women jose is different he's my ex in case right. you're wondering what Denise is talking about <laughs> That's completely different. Yum, 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 yum. I dated I that know. person. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a definitely a different relationship. Definitely different. Um, but I'm saying as far me and you, like, we're using us as an example. I don't think I've ever felt that way about you. We have very separate lives from each other. Like, we're not super intertwined. We're not friends with each other's friends that much. Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I don't know if it's just from the base that we created for our friendship, but I've never really felt like I've had to. Like, that's the one friendship that I have and obviously more now like now with Anna my one of my coworkers, like we have a really good friendship and I don't feel like I need to be friends with her friends mm-hmm. or like I need to be invested in every single part of her life you know what I mean yeah. you can you can do that and you cannot do that and it's fine either way well whether the way I see it it's not that I'm not it's not that I'm not invested in your life it's just that I don't have to be a part of every single right, part of yes, your life that's what I meant mm-hmm. where you know you and I don't really go out that much like you like to go out sometimes with your friends but it's also this one's just a little bit trickier because I am just a, just a smidge older than you, yeah. so I'm a little beyond just some of the things that you're still doing, which is great. I've already yeah. done some of that, so I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And so when we um, talk about, like, the respect that we have for each other, mm-hmm. it's always just like, hey, what were you doing? 
And it's never like, well, I can't believe you planned this whole trip, or I can't believe you went and did that, or yeah, you did this no. other thing, or that you made this big life decision and didn't include me in it, because it's not about that. Yeah. And I think that's a really, I would hope that that's the reality <laughs> with a lot of friendships, but I do yeah. know that, again, it is hard work, and that we do put the work into it. And we've, we've always communicated, I think, from the beginning, it's like, hey, I am very clear about my expectations, my boundaries. Yeah. And here they are. Uh, um, I will tell you if we have an issue, and if we don't, if we don't, we're chill. We're good. Yeah. And you never, I never, for me anyway, I never want to be like, everything is fine, and I'm gonna tell you to your face that everything is fine. But then in reality, oh, it's hell not. No. It's but, exhausting. I don't have time for that. But that's what I think is funny because they, I feel like they even do that a little bit yeah. in Broad City. Is they, and again, not a whole lot of spoilers, but in the fifth season, that's a big part of it. Is like there's a big decision made. it's like and a big decision but also like pretending like i'm okay with it when i'm not and mm-hmm. like all that stuff and i feel like they do a good way of the oh, jesus christ <laughs> they do a good job of like explaining it and working through that that's right. what i like about this show is they don't just bring up something problematic and then let it go and let it sit there they mm-hmm. work through that and show you how you can mm-hmm. work through something like that but i think about like growing up and like friendships that i had with like girls and just people in general when I was little mm-hmm. and it, there was so much like competition for like attention I think about middle school and granted I have older brothers so I always had a lot of like male friends and it's just kind of how I grew up mm-hmm. but I can specifically remember like there being like two two separate groups of girls and it was like me and two people that I hung out with and the rest of the guys and then all the other girls that were just like vying for the cute boy's attention and da, 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 and like Lucy's weird because she doesn't want to date anyone because she doesn't have a crush on anyone and da, like and I did I had boyfriends but I just didn't care yeah. to overthink it but it's so like it literally was like if you can't relate to me and which boys I think are cute even at that age like I can't be friends with you because you don't think the same boy as me is cute and the whole point of our like those friendships even as little kids was to like get together and talk about how cute the boys were and talk about like it had nothing to do with who I was as a person or who you were as a person it was mm-hmm. oh we're just girls so we have to be friends and if we're if you're like competition for me I can't be friends with you mm-hmm. like it was such a weird mindset yeah and I, it's I like how like that. it's how I feel like female friendships are brought up so much mm-hmm. it's like it is very competitive and it's very like it's very much like us against them because when yeah. you do have, when you do have your group of like little girlfriends or your group of like women who are your friends, I and I'll, I'll reserve it to like when you're a kid yeah. or when you're a teenager. Like when they're your friends or your friends, and your friend might be doing the dumb thing that you're you're uh, judging the other girl for, but that's not your friend. But it's different. That's another because, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but what I would say is like for me, I grew up with sisters and I yeah. grew up mostly being friends with other girls and other women and that's still the reality of my life now. I don't have very many guy friends. I do have some. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some. Hi. <laughs> Hi guys. But uh, not many and that's, I, we were sort of having a conversation about this earlier. Um, like for me, it's always been an issue from either I was really shy when I was a kid and so I had a hard time communicating with others to when I got older and started becoming more assertive with my thoughts and the way that I um, I communicate my my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that also becomes a bit intimidating because as a society, we're sort of taught as, as girls and women that we're not supposed to either 
think about things in a certain way or we're not supposed to um, question things in a certain way and that just wasn't ever me like I wasn't ever yeah I wasn't ever like me and my friends and my group of friends were all girls like we always talked about um you know our interests music that we liked we played dolls when we were kids and then later on when I got older like when I was in high school I did actually briefly hang out with a, a group of like mixed like gender like girls and boys but it wasn't for very long yeah um but yeah like that was always what my friendships were and I actually had a really difficult time understanding other people at that time because yeah, I was just like that's I was so like, how crazy because I did not I can even remember in like high school like I would be friends I remember this girl her name was Jackie mm-hmm. which she might or may not hear this but we both were friends we both had a crush on Jose mm-hmm. But it was so funny because with me and her, it was never competitive. Like, we were like, bitch, whoever gets him, fucking high five, girl. Like, we were That's literally cool. like, but it was so funny because, like, we were just like, oh, he's, like, really cute. And she's like, oh, my God, he thinks of me, too. And it was, it, but it, there was other girls that it was so competitive with, like, oh, my gosh, like, that girl is dating this guy, but, like, she cheated on this one with this and da 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 And we can't talk to her anymore because, like, what kind of girl would, like, and, like, having putting no basis on like the guy doing the exact same thing yeah I, like it just was so weird because i feel like i that was very very present in the like women friendships that i had and that mm-hmm. i saw which may also be part of the reason why i was like i don't want to be friends with girls who have a drama like yeah. i don't want to do that <laughs> well also i need to say that me and my group of friends when i was in elementary school mm-hmm. and like grammar school whatever it's called i don't know the difference I don't know. There's, like, middle school, elementary school, grammar school. There's a whole lot. <laughs> Junior like, high. Like, like what the hell? All of that. I don't know. It's, does that show Pre-high you what a, school. Does that show you what a great uh, Chicago public school education <laughs> is? <laughs> anyway. Um, we're also super dorks. Like, we were super nerdy. We were, like, very much picked on and were bullied. Uh, so... So we were... That's what I was saying. So that's where we were coming from. So we... Like, our little group of friends, like, went from, like, two of us to, like, three of us, four or five, four or five of us, and mm-hmm. we stuck together. And so, uh, sure, there was definitely some people in that group of friends who were very, like, boy crazy, who were very... I literally had a boyfriend since, like, fourth grade, so I'm, like, a <sighs> Great for you, No, I, I had a very different, like, Yeah, ours was very much, like, what it. you would expect, like, little girls in, in elementary school to, like, you're playing dolls and, like, you know, writing journals and coloring <laughs> like all I that did kind some of stuff of that, but I also had like way older brothers I also and and that's what I mean I think that they're like our our own experiences yeah. where we're both uh like you're the youngest but I'm the middle kid in my family but I also mm-hmm. have two an older and a younger sister and um like even our cat was a girl <laughs> um, even our cat I grew up with I didn't have a lot of like guy cousins that were close to my yeah, age the only cousins. the only um cousins or other family that I have were other girls and I also just didn't understand boys. Like, I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about everybody. I was like, why are you behaving that way? I was yeah. always just, like, the kid who would, like, prefer to quietly read or, yeah. or quietly, like, enjoy, like, a, a leisurely activity, whatever. Uh, and so I just have always had good relationships with women, even yeah. in high school where I think it's very much, like, the the status quo for like girls to be against each other i went to a very small high school and so we all kind of there's definitely drama i'm not gonna pretend there wasn't but i just remember like getting along with people and even if i had arguments with them it wasn't really anything that was worth 
yeah. holding on to. I don't know. I just, it's interesting to me. Yeah. And even the whole premise of, like, how they met on Broad City, mm-hmm. bringing it back again, is, like, it's just so random. Mm-hmm. And that was a very, to me, is like, a very New York, like, running into someone <laughs> and just becoming. I would, also, I have, like, tons of, like, I don't even say it's anxiety. It's, like, I'm very antisocial some ways and just, like, uninterested in starting conversations yeah. with people. So I would never meet someone that way. Like, I'm pretty sure the only reason we started talking was because we were in that group of all of us talking. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about the trip we took, like, I literally had a boyfriend with me because I was like, I don't want to go on this class trip with a bunch of people I'm not going to talk to. Like, come with me. Yeah. So, like, I would, it was strictly because of that. And I think that's so funny because we talked about that one time where we both came at that trip weirdly where you were like, I don't want to go by myself. So you took your boyfriend and I forced myself to go. I really didn't want to go because I was having a really hard time like talking to people and like being social which you ended up with like nothing but couples because oh yeah that's true brought dennis yeah hey christina hi hope you're listening she brought dennis which is cute so it was just like couples and you (laughs) but i story of my life honestly (laughs) (laughs) which i'm very used to uh but yeah i'm saying like even that aspect of like how they met each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would never meet somebody that way but i don't know i think and then it's for context like in this in the show they they both like they show them both having a really wild day and then yeah. they just sort of meet on a bench somewhere and decide that they're like the same and so they start talking yeah and which is super cute i it would never happen to me because can't catch me on no city bench can't, <laughs> can't catch me talking to nobody even people that i know who will come up to me on the street i'm like i'm about to fight you because i don't know you <laughs> if i'm out in the street i'm usually i yeah. usually have headphones on so don't approach me to be fair like we started talking because we we're like oh we're like the same but yes. I don't know that I would have done that in public. I wouldn't have been like, you know, uh, at Potbelly's and seeing you across the room. And I'd be like, I would have just been like, oh, she has a cute outfit on. And then never yeah, thought of never you again. Never thought about it again. Yeah. But anyway, like for me, I, I think it's really like cool nowadays mm-hmm. that we're starting to see a more realistic portrayal of women. Mm-hmm. And I think it also impacts how women interact with each other. Because I think we talked a lot about like our relationships with other girls. But like as an adult... Just in general, it's hard to make friends if you don't already mm-hmm. know people, but it's also, like, the f- the friendships that I have now, again, I do have some really great relationships with a lot of guys, a lot of men in my life, so I appreciate everybody, mm-hmm. but I do, um, I feel like with my relationships with other women, my friendships, they're very much, it's very intentional, the way yeah. that I, that I interact yeah. with people, I try to be as respectful as I can, as open, as supportive, yeah. Non-judgmental, but I am kind of a judgy person, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's never done out of malice. It's more like, I'm, I'm definitely also a know-it-all, yeah. so I want people to know everything, or I want to tell people everything. But, you know, if, if we can, you know, go back towards why we, we really thought that Broad City was a great way of, of showing, or a great portray- portrayal of friendship between women, is that it's realistic in the sense that, I think sometimes people think, and that's that stereotype of like, Girls just sit around and talk about flowers and daisies, <laughs> and that's not true. If you're if you're a woman listening to this, you know that's not true. You know that ain't true. <laughs> and if you're a person, if who's you're interact- a woman who works at my store with me on our closing nights, y'all know that's not true. And and if you're a you know a, a person who's not a woman who's interactive with other women, then I would hope that you know that that's not true. Yeah. Uh, but also the fact that just we're layered, complex people. We're onions. 
There's layers to us. We're stinky. (laughs) We are Shrek. (laughs) We are ogres. Anyway, let's pause. What's our timestamp? 45. Do we want to just like start wrapping up? Yeah, one thing. Let me edit out this yawn. <laughs> Let's just take a little moment to edit out some. We sh- are Shrek. Okay, go. <laughs> so, bringing it back, bringing, winding it down here, they did an awesome job with portraying a much more realistic female friendship. Women friendship, adult friendship, platonic friendship. All the I things. Know, I know. I appreciate Lucy really working hard on her her use Just keep saying female of terminology. Like nature, but I understand. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't want to speak in the binary. We don't want to speak in. Yeah, guys. In a way. I, We're I both said, trying. We said I was gonna try because it. Really I'm trying to cut female me. out. Denise is trying to cut guys out. Keep us in check. Yes, please um, do. But, but they did a really good job of it. I feel like it. We obviously could see a lot of the same themes and correlations with like our friendships and i just think it's cool that it might not be yeah. perfect but we're getting somewhere with stuff like this well, you know i really appreciate that that yeah. so the way that some stuff came up yeah of course no, nothing is ever going to be like a hundred percent perfect portrayal of anything mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like friendships between people are never perfect they're never people get like put overprotective people get sort of over overbearing with each other codependent codependent you know all of that exists if you have a friendship with somebody but i think the the at the core of it is just two people at the end of the day who want to hang out with each other who are supportive of each other who want to see the other succeed and are happy for the other and are also supportive in there when things don't go their way and Mm -hmm. that's you know watch broad city it's hilarious yeah let us know how you feel about making friendships in your life how you feel about friendships with women if you identify with all of that yeah if you do you like broad city do you think it does a good job or do you have a different opinion i would be curious to know tell us your favorite episodes yes or tell us are you alana or are you are Abby? You, should we is that how should we end it that way i wonder if there's like a buzzfeed i am lincoln <laughs> <laughs> i am fully a lincoln i think i, I want to carry some Ilana energy, but I think I'm more of an Abby. Same. Like, if we're just talking about them, too. Yeah. Yeah. I have all of Ilana's, like, ratchet, crazy little, like, yes, (laughs) queen, but then, like, all of Abby's, like, serious awkwardness. Yes. I'm perfect. I'm Lincoln. (laughs) You're not Lincoln. (laughs) I am Lincoln. Can I be Hyman? No. (laughs) Shout out Hyman, our friend. Okay. Okay, baby. Let us know what Okay, baby. (laughs) Let us know what character you might be, whether or not you enjoy the show, all that stuff we just said. Uh, talk to us on Instagram. Talk to us on Twitter. Instagram, over at Semi Irregular. That's on Instagram all of that. and Twitter. Yes. You know, you can go to our website, Semi Irregular You'll find a bunch of stuff in the show notes. Yeah. Let us know what's up. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Okay, okay bye. bye. <laughs>